0: Hello everybody, I want to welcome you back to another night of my life has destiny podcast and we are still in our virtual revival, listen guys, y'all know the conference, if you was able to make it, it was such a blessing, every messenger knew their assignment and they did what God told them to do, it was such a blessing. Um, I got exactly what I needed. If y'all didn't get what you needed, then I don't know what room you was in <laughs> because <laughs> I definitely got exactly what I, I needed. And tonight we are finishing up the preparation, labor, and delivery. Listen, we're still in the revival. We're still in the revival. We have this beautiful evangelist with us on tonight evangelist Rakita Stephen. she is gonna give us a blessed word she is gonna minister to our spirits you are going to be fed oh my goodness I, I know God got something great I'm still walking in expectation I am still basking in what God has done on Saturday those of you that was there listen you have a responsibility once you have went through your preparation labor and delivery and you pushed you have a responsibility to take care of your baby because your baby can't do it on its own so what did you give birth to you still have to maintain it it still has to grow it still has to mature you're still in the newborn stages it can't take care of itself and we're all in different stages some of us did not push on Saturday night, some of us just got pregnant. We might be in the first trimester. Some may be in the second trimester. Some may be about to give birth, but where are you in the season? Only you can determine that. So tonight, I'm not gonna hold you up because I know I came to get what God has for me on tonight. And I know, this lovely lady has a word for us Coco is coming y'all This is her baby She will be here soon um, But I'm going to turn it over To Evangelist Stevens And we're going to let God Have his way on tonight <laughs> Don't be nervous Let the Lord use you on tonight <laughs> Whatever God has You speak it it's in your hands. Amen.
1: Quinn already knows. I already <laughs> shared. I say, you know, uh, a lot of times we're a little bit nervous when we do things outside of our normal comfort zone.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: how many of you know that God has you every step of the way? And I'm a I'm gonna do just like I would if I were in my local church i do want to acknowledge both of my sisters coco and quentin and i thank you all for the opportunity um, to come and to share Amen. i'm excited about what god is doing um, through you all and through the my, uh, my life has destiny podcast and trailblazer radio i also want to acknowledge um, my senior pastor
2: Amen. of the
1: mariah community church Ashboro. um and all of my City of Harvest family. I would never forget my husband, who is my greatest pusher, who is working right now, making a living, support our family, and to my children, my family, mama, daddy, sister, all y'all. I love everybody. Amen. So I'm gonna do something real quick because it's something that calms my nerves. I don't care what environment I'm in. Mm-hmm. And that is a little piece of worship yes. um, and it's just so everybody can kind of clear their heads and clear their thoughts and most of all so i can clear mine too in my name mm-hmm. hallelujah amen
2: hallelujah my soul loves jesus oh. my soul love jesus My soul, love Jesus, bless his name, my soul, love Jesus, my soul, love Jesus my soul love jesus bless his name he's a wonder in my soul yes he's a wonder in my soul he is a wonder in my soul. Yes, Lord. Bless his name.
1: And my roots would have me to say, Let the church say yes.
2: yes. We are the church. Yes,
0: yes Lord.
2: Yes.
1: Your soul loves Jesus right where you are. Just begin to put your hands together. Hallelujah. And just begin to give God some praise. Because yes, he's a Lord. wonder.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. And because he's a wonder, you, Lord. It makes it easy to say yes. Yes to his will. Yes to his way. Yes to the assignments that he would bring your way. I'm going to jump right in on tonight. Um, I'm in love with the theme that Coco has been using throughout the month of July. They've been talking about the labor and the delivery. Amen. The labor and the delivery. And she even broke it down on her flyer and showed us what that process looks like. And so when I read the process and I began to look at each step, I was encouraged. And I even began to look at where am I earlier? Quint mentioned it um, earlier, when she was talking, everybody's not at the same place, or everybody's not in the same area. Some may may be um, in the beginning phase. They may be in the water breaking phase. They may be in the dilation, crowning, whatever phase you are in. Just know that God is with you. Anytime I stand, my goal is to encourage the people of God. To encourage the people of God. So we're gonna jump right into scriptures. That I'm going to use tonight came straight from the theme um, that my sis has been using. And what I love about them is that they have instructions wrapped up in them. And that's the most important part for us um, the instructions that we can get from the Word of God. And it's imperative for us to follow the ones that are in these particular scriptures because they will make it easy. They will make it easy to deliver or to push. So, First Corinthians sixteen, verse thirteen says, "Keep your eyes open, hold tight to convictions, give it all you've got, be resolute." Galatians, I'm sorry, six and nine says, "So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued. Doing good at the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit." And I use the message version because it can be easily understood by anybody everywhere. And so uh, before we go any further, dear Father, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time and this space, God. I thank you for Coco and Quint, God, and I ask that you will continue to bless the works of their hands. God, I ask that you would increase and I decrease and that I would only share what you have me to share with the people. In Jesus' name, amen. If so I had to choose for a topic tonight it would be, I refuse to miscarry this time. I refuse to miscarry this time. Hashtag, y'all know the millennials and and some of uh, the others love to use hashtags. The hashtag is it's time to push. And man, it's time to push. So there are many of us who have been pregnant before, be it in the natural or in the spirit. There are also many of us women who uh, myself included have previously miscarried both in the natural and in the spirit. Fellas, I hope for you it's only in the spirit. Oftentimes when we hear the word miscarry, we naturally think about the process that many women all around the world have had to endure at one time or another. For some, a miscarriage can be a traumatic event unless the individual was not desiring to be pregnant in the first place or simply were not ready. If I were to briefly share, personally, the first miscarriage that I had, talking about a natural one, the first one, I was not really phased by it, Um, but the second one was different. It was a little bit different. It roughed me up a little bit. So if I were to be honest today, in 2023, I can say conditions of my life, the conditions of my life were not right. The conditions of my body was not right, nor the condition of my mind either. And so I miscarried. And a lot of times, even in the spirit, those same things can be applied. The condition of our life might not be right. And so we miscarry whatever God is trying to birth in us or whatever we're carrying um, cannot be delivered for one of those reasons. Either the conditions of our life is not right, the condition of our body, or either our mind is not where it should be. If we were to flip this to the spiritual side as well, many of us have miscarried things that we were once carrying for many different reasons. I took some of the reasons straight from the scriptures that I read above, and I want somebody to just think about it and declare and decree, I refuse to miscarry. This looks different for everybody, but I dare you to decree, I refuse to miscarry. Here we go. So I'm going to share six things that came straight from the word that we just read And I believe that these can be tools for um, those who are getting ready to birth something because some miscarriages are, sorry, for, I believe that these can be tools for those who are getting ready to birth something because miscarriage is not an option. Amen. Miscarriage is not an option. Again, 1 Corinthians 16 and 13 and Galatians 6 and 9. The first thing that I pulled was number one, keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open we have to keep our eyes open the enemy the word tells us that the enemy is always walking to and fro seeking whom he may devour right so we have to keep our eyes open if our eyes are not open and we're not alert then we can't see what's coming at us we cannot see what's coming at us personally I believe that those who are carrying something on the inside you have a target on your back you have a target on your back or you have a target on your forehead And so you have to keep your eyes open and even ask Holy Spirit to show you. I believe that he'll show us when something is on the rise. So pray and ask Holy Spirit because we got to do what? Keep our eyes open. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, show me, tell me, uh, allow me to see what's coming at me. And we know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. But I even believe that the Holy Spirit will show us when it's being formed. I believe he'll allow us to see when it's being formed. So we have to keep that in mind. Keep your eyes open. Why? So you can protect what you're carrying. Amen. Number two, hold tight to your convictions. When I first looked at the word convictions, I was like, <clears throat> I don't really see how that ties in. So I went to my di- my dictionary and my di- dictionary tells me that a conviction is a firmly held belief or opinion. Nothing and no one can change my mind when I am sure, when I am sure of what God has said to me. When in doubt, he will even send confirmation. But we have to hold tight to what we believe. So we can't be fickle. We can't waver. We can't say, oh, I believe this is what he called me to birth. Or maybe he changed his mind. Today, I feel like carrying this baby tomorrow. I don't think I want to do this no more. Hold tight to your convictions. Number three, give it all you got. Everything that I'm going over, give it all you got. They came directly from those two scriptures. Give it all you got. Anything worth having is going to require some work. Can we testify to that? Anything worth having is going to require some work. You might have to sweat a little bit. When women are in labor and delivery, in the labor and the delivery room, it's some sweating going on sometimes. Never relying on your own strength when you're giving it all you got. We can never rely on our own strength. When we rely on our own strength, that's where we are in error, and that's where we can miscarry, and that's where we can fail. So always remember, give it all you got, but use and rely on the strength that God gives us because we can't do anything without him. Number four says, be resolute. Here's another word I had to go back to uh, my friend, Miss Dictionary. I said, resolute. What does resolute really mean? Simply purposeful, determined, and unwavering. So I'm reminded of a scripture that they used to sing when I was a little girl. Yeah, a scripture that they used to sing when I was a little girl. And so when those labor pains begin to hit you, uh, the little tune used to say, I shall not, I shall not be moved. I shall not, I shall not be moved. Just like a what? A tree. A tree is planted. If you were to walk outside today and go push a tree, is it going to fall over? If you were to go outside and use all your might, are you going to make that tree break? No, so we have to be resolute, determined and unwavering, no matter what kind of winds may blow at us, no matter what kind of circumstances, trials, tribulations, we have to be resolute. We can't be uh, going back and forth in our mind um, about our calling and the things that God is going to birth in us. So let's be resolute. Number five, don't allow yourself to get fatigued. Don't allow yourself to get fatigued. That was a hard one. I was like, well, how are you going to tell people not to get tired? Because fatigue is getting tired and any human is going to get tired, right? So we have to find strength, finding strength. What does that look like? We may have to find us some strength in worship. We may have to find us some strength in prayer. We may have to find us some strength in fasting. And we may have to find us some strength in feeding our spirit man what it needs you may find it in a trusted voice like your leader, your pastor, or a good, wise friend. Not the foolish friend. Lead them where they at. But get you some wisdom from a good, wise friend. Godly counsel. Um, when I think about not getting fatigued, number five, not getting fatigued, I think about when I was in the delivery room with my firstborn. The doctor said um, my baby was getting tired. The doctor said that my baby was getting tired while I was in the midst of pushing. So what was happening? I believe my baby was feeling what I was feeling. I had gotten tired. I was growing fatigued. I was tired of pushing. I was ready to quit. But the bottom line is he had to come out. So I couldn't give up. I couldn't quit because there was a birthing that had to happen. So even in your personal life, there's a birthing that has to happen. Quitting, giving up is not an option. And so I kind of jumped ahead. Number six is don't give up. Don't give up and don't quit. Keep your why in front of you. That'll help you not to quit. Keep your why in front of you. Keep the vision that God has given you in front of you. Keep yourself surrounded with people who have done this before. People who have successfully carried a thing all the way, full term. Show me someone who's done this before and I can follow. Show me someone who's done this before and it can encourage me along the way. It'll let me know it, to keep me reminded that, hey, I can do it too. Keep yourself surrounded by those type of people. God gives us pieces and parts, but he also gives us resources. So don't feel like you have to be out here by yourself trying to make something happen. Oh, Lord, I got to go in this delivery room all alone because you don't have to. You don't have to be an island out here by yourself. Find you a mentor. They can keep you motivated. They can rebuke you when you go on the wrong way and get you back on the right path. We don't like that word, but it's beneficial. When you are starting to feel fatigue kicking in, call on that person or those persons who you know can pray you some strength, encourage you to keep moving. Somebody say, I will not miscarry this time. I will not miscarry this time. I'm going to shift right here and talk to those who tonight realize that you are in active labor. And I'm also going to talk to those who have been in the birthing suite now for what seems like an eternity. Because some of us didn't just arrive here. We've been here for a while, but we let a lot of things keep us inside of the delivery room, inside of the birthing room if we use our imaginations we pretty much know before you even get to labor and delivering before you can even get to a birthing suite there are several things that have to even happen they have to have already happened women who have given birth know that your water has to break or be broken contractions have to begin whether they're on their own they happen on their own or they're induced there has to be that dilation in the crowning that Coco posted on her flyer. That has to take place so that the way can be opened, the the pathway can be created for the birth, for the whatever you're birthing to come out. It needs a clear pathway. Then it's time to labor. And what is labor? My dictionary told me that labor is physical. It's physical. So in the laboring, there's something. There is something physical that we have to do. And we've already determined that. What is that thing? We have to push. And this is where we're going to land the plane tonight. You're in the process. I am in the process. We've met the prerequisite, so to speak, uh, of what needs to be done before we can even start pushing. Anybody feel like they're in labor right now, having labor pains? This is coming at you this week. That's coming at you last week. That came at you the week before. I'm feeling all the pains, but I'm still trying to hold on because I've got to deliver what God has given me, right? So I want to ask you a question. And not to be funny, but it's a reality for many of us. Check out your surroundings. Who do you have in the delivery room with you? Who do you have in the delivery room with you? Who do you have in the place or that space where you are preparing to push? Because this is vital. This is vital. Having the wrong people in this sacred place can cause you to miscarry. And we've already declared we won't miscarry this time. So I'm going to check my surroundings and see who I got in this birthday room with me. And anybody that's in here that's not supposed to be has to go. I've also questioned why some folk allow any and everyone to be in this sacred place with them. So in the natural, so in the spirit. That's one of my favorite sayings. I only allow those I trusted in my birthing room with me. Because you're going to see some stuff that everybody don't need to see. And that's not even just in the natural, that's in the spirit. There are some things that everybody can't handle. Because this is a really, really sacred process um, all kind of things come out, come up, and you need people who who you trust. So consider that. Only allow those you trust in the birth or I'm sorry, in the birthing room. I only desired for those I trusted to be in the room with me. And furthermore, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that the people that were in the birthing room with me were praying for me. I knew that they were um didn't have any ulterior motives. And I knew that they had myself, not only myself, but what I was birthing. They had us. Uh, They had our best interest at heart. They had our best interest at heart. Again, so in the natural, so in the spirit, who do you have around you? And what are they speaking about what you're birthing? What are they speaking about what you're birthing? Sometimes people can be speaking negativity on us, around us. And we mentioned up uh, when we're talking about those six things, we mentioned how we have to keep our eyes open and we mentioned how we have to stay resolute, which was focused and determined. It can be hard when you have somebody speaking negativity while you're trying to give birth to something. So let's make sure that we're we're, we have the right folk, the right people, the right connections um, and in the right position as we're preparing to give birth. Make sure they genuinely have your best interest at heart and are not there, you know, just to spectate because some people are content doing that. I'm not here to help. I'm not here to help be a resource. I'm not here to help you financially. I'm not here to help you emotionally. I'm just here sucking up air that you're going to need because when you're birthing, you, you use a lot of oxygen. You need a lot of air. So I'm just here taking up that extra air that you could be using during the labor. May I submit to you that having the wrong people in the birthing room will prolong your labor. It can prolong your labor and trying to get birth in the wrong environment will also prolong your labor. So not only do we have to check the people in the labor room with us, but we have to check the environment itself because if that environment is not conducive, it's only going to prolong our labor just giving you some things to think about, giving myself some things to keep in mind as we transition to our final destination for tonight. Tonight in the spirit, we're gonna land right here. We are in the delivery room. And all the other phases have already taken their course. I named them earlier. We've already the water has already broken. You, you've already uh, you're in what they call active labor, which means you're you're ready to go. I don't know if you've ever experienced or seen a life come into this world, but it is a beautiful experience. There are mixed emotions. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on, but you still have to remain focused. So although we're in the delivery room and there may be a lot going on around us, God has prepared you. He's already prepared you. He's giving you things that you need along the way. You and I have been preparing for this and the time is now. I heard somebody preaching on last night and he kept saying how the time was now. The time is now. The time is now. And so I took that real personal because that's something that I've been going through. We've been holding on and it's sitting in this birthing room for about a year now, maybe two, depending on what the subject is or what what particular thing we're birthing. And the time is now. The time is now. I even thought about a single that I'm working on right now, and it deals with the timing. But the time is now. So when the time is right, the scripture even told us that God will uh, make things happen when the time is right. We'll see that harvest when the time is right. This is the physical part where we have gathered. We have to gather all of our strength. We talked earlier and I said that um, in labor, labor means that something physical has to happen so we know that in order to get to birth what we need to birth we have to push we have to push this is the physical part we have to push and we're going to have to gather all the strength that god has given us because we can't do anything in our own strength we have to remember that we have to gather the strength that god has given us and we have to bear down and with all our might just like if you were Uh, If you ever seen a a woman give birth or if you yourself have given birth, remember how you had to bear down. You had to get in position. You may have had to change your position, change your body, change how you move so that what was inside could come out. We have to do that in this season. We may have to change our position, bear down and push. Your push might not look like my push and my push might not look like your push, but we all have to push. In order to birth, and our birthing is necessary, we have to push. We have to push. What are we pushing? Your push could be your ministry. Not a personal, not a church per se, but it could be whatever way God uses you to bless others. So your platform. This podcast was birthed so that it could help other people. You may be birthing a business. You may be going to birth a homeless shelter, a halfway house, an enrichment center. Whatever your birthing is, that's your birthing. So it won't look like what the next person's look like. But remember, your push is your, pu- is your push. So tonight, I want us to realize, people, that, people of God, that we are waiting. God is waiting on us to push as well. People are waiting on us to push because what he's given us, they need. It's locked up in what we're carrying, what we're carrying on the inside. Somebody needs it. Somebody needs it. So let's push. There is purpose in your push. Lives will be changed by your push. God will be glorified by your push because you know it was only Him who got you to this point. So He's going to get the glory because it was Him. We have to remember to push even when it hurts, and sometimes it's going to hurt it's gonna hurt push even when you feel like you're being stretched beyond capacity god won't let you break there have been times where i've cried and i said god i don't feel like i can take no more i don't feel like i have nothing in me nothing left i feel like i've done all the stretching i'm going to do uh i've done all the pushing i'm gonna do but don't be discouraged keep pushing because god will not he will not let us break Push even when you're unsure of all the details, when you don't know what the next step would be. We know that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. So if you consider yourself a righteous man, if you consider yourself a child of God, do know, be encouraged that he is going to give you the next steps that you need. The answer that you need is on the way. The resource that you need is on the way. Push even when fear tries to set in, because why? We know that fear is not of God. So that's something that we need to kick out. We need to cast out fear because we have to push. And if we're fear, if we're fearful, we won't push. That'll prolong our labor also. Push even harder. When folks are speaking negative and doubting what God is doing through you, through you. Your past doesn't define you. Uh, how long it takes you to get where you're going doesn't define you you still have to push, you still have to push because you have to be obedient. Even in the push, God repeats himself through other preachers sometimes because we didn't hear the first one. God will repeat himself through something that may come across the airwaves, the radio or the TV because we didn't hear the preacher on Sunday morning when we was all sitting together. All of these things we have heard before. And even when it goes back to people who are speaking negative and doubting about what God is doing with and through you, truth be told, the ones trying to block where you're going and trying to block your birthing have had a few spiritual abortions. And the reason that they've had those is due to their own disobedience. And now they're miserable. They're miserable and they're allowing the enemy to use them to try to cause you to miscarry. But somebody declared not this time not this time. I dare you to declare not this time. Why? Because it's time to push. Amen. If there's one thing I believe wholeheartedly, and that is that our words have power, whether we believe it or not, our words have power. We can speak it. We can declare it. We can decree it. It can be positive. And we see the results of that. It can be negative. And we're still going to see the results of that, too. So our words have power. So as an act of faith, I want you in your place right where you are to say this out loud. And if you can't say it out loud, I want you to write it. And I want you to say it over and over and over and over again to yourself. Because spiritually, what I want you to do right now is imagine that you are in a delivery room. Some of us know real well what a delivery room looks like. If not, look it up. But we are, phys- we are imagining that we're sitting inside of a delivery room. And the doctors and the nurses have come in. They have come in. And they said to you, you are fully dilated. Fully dilated. And it's time to push. Push. I want us to say this together, and we're going to say it three times, one for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Spirit. And it ain't nothing fancy. I done said it 10 times already. We're simply going to say, I am pushing now. Because as we stated earlier, the time is now. Those of us who have been waiting, those of us who have been in holding, those of us who have allowed fear to keep us stuck Now is the time. Now is the time for you to stand up. Now is the time for you to open your eyes. Now is the time to get in position because it's time for you to push. Y'all, I'm talking to myself. Now is the time for us collectively to push. There are things in each and every one of us that we have allowed to sit for many different reasons. But on tonight, I dare you, not just for you, but for those who are waiting for you confess make that your confession make that your declaration i am pushing now i don't care what the person next to me is doing i don't care who starts and stops i'm not going to do that cuz i am not going to miscarry this time been that done that now is the time for me to push i am pushing now amen i am pushing now lord help me whoo So if you don't mean it, I'm just going to be honest, don't say it. If you don't really mean it, don't say it. Because once you say it, it's on. And so those around you, those who look up to you, those who admire you, they're going to be looking to see, they're going to be looking to see if you've birthed what God has placed in you. So a lot of people that can see what, what you're birthing or see that you're supposed to be birthing, but they can't see that they're supposed to be birthing too. But they're them my big, biggest critics. <laughs> but just know that they're watching you because you just declared and decreed that you are pushing now. I am pushing now, which means any moment now, what I've been carrying for so long, it's now going to be evident. Listen. What's been on the inside is now going to be evident. What you thought that I wasn't going to birth is now going to be in your face. Listen. And God is going to get the glory. Not me, not you, not anybody in particular. But God is going to get the glory because we chose to be obedient. So by saying that I'm pushing now, all we've done is made a commitment to being obedient to what he's already told us to do. Amen. 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 So now I just want you to ponder on the things that we've talked about tonight and that we've declared and decreed um over ourselves that now is the time now is the time for us to push and that we will not miscarry in this season in this part of our life in this moment whatever you want to call it i will not miscarry this time i won't let myself get in the way i won't let other people get in the way i won't let things get in the way sometimes you might have to put some boundaries in place so other things and people won't get in your way do whatever you got to do to protect this birthing, this labor, because again, you are in active labor. You're in active labor. You're in active labor. And that's something serious because any moment now, what God has given me is about to be revealed. It's about to be exposed. It's about to be put on display. So even once you've birthed it, make sure you protect it. Make sure you take good care of it. Make sure you nurture it because God gave it to you. He gave it to you. Amen. Father God, we thank you right now, God, for every individual who may be listening on tonight or even on the replay. God, I ask that you continue to strengthen their bodies, God, strengthen their hearts, Lord, strengthen their minds as they are pushing out and birthing what you have given them. Many of us have been long, long, long overdue, God, but we thank you now, oh God, for blocking everything that could stand in the way. Things may rise up, but we will use the authority, God, that you have given us, O oh God, and we will cast down everything that's being thrown our way
0: Yes, thank
1: Lord. God, for how you have spiritually induced us yes, and repositioned so us yes. where we're supposed to be yes, so Lord. that we can push out what you've given us and called us to do. Yes, Lord. We thank you advance, God, for walking with us And guiding us every step of the way yes. And we give you glory, honor, and praise In the only name that even matters And that's the name of Jesus Christ
3: Yes, God
1: Yes Yes, yes. yes.
3: I, I rolled up in here on the end Y'all forgive me I, had, I, I was doing ministry myself So I'm sorry I'm late But listen, listen. Excuse me. She wasn't even on the conference for those of y'all that was on the conference Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Why'd she come back and repeat what they say? Everything. On the conference. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all already know how we do. God mm-hmm. never leaves us without a confirmation. I promise yep. you. He never leaves us without a confirmation. She just literally came and confirmed everything that was spoken That's right, Saturday so. night at the conference.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen.
3: So, i am going to say this though y'all i got to do it beat them you know i love you i love you too <laughs> and you my sis you my sis from another mother you are my <laughs> please tell mama penny i say hello i will
1: all, tell all the
3: church family. we say hello but more than less i want to say this to you first of all you might as well prepare yourself because you about to turn into a preaching machine Mm -hmm. because it's coming it's coming people are going to start calling and asking you to come and speak at engagements and come and speak at the churches because it's in you to do and right now what is in you people have need of at the end of the day just like you said we all we all have been in labor or we all in active labor so we all get ready to burst some stuff out and at the end of the day the word that has been cultivating for a long time, sitting in your belly, got to come out.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: What, what came out tonight, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Folks not even ready for what's really coming. Amen. He, he finna send you with a word that's going to ignite people and set some things ablaze and set some things on fire? Why? Because that's what's needed in the region that you're in. Mm-hmm. And he about to use you and your ministry to do it.
2: Amen.
3: with the bishop mm-hmm. and so at the end of the day at the end of the day that is what y'all about to do y'all about to tell Greensboro High Point, County area apart
2: yes, in the spirit idea.
3: realm and I hope that the folks is ready for it because it's, it's time out for people playing church mm-hmm. and they gotta get God and get him for real
2: mm-hmm.
3: so people know that when they see you they don't see you mm-hmm you know what i mean
2: yeah and you have
3: always you have always been a very genuine individual ever since i known you you've never changed you've never tried to be something that you wasn't you have always been simply Kita.
2: yep
3: how you like to be mm-hmm. at the end of the day don't change remain remain humble stay in his face continue to be who you are and baby when you get ready to have your first conference make sure i got a ticket <laughs> <laughs> So you already know I will be there with bells on support. Yes, I love you so much. I love Thank you too. Thank you for coming on tonight. Yes, and I do. hope I hope y'all got some Jesus. Cause if you didn't, the <laughs> month of July, the revival was closed out by none other than the good old Elder on the screen. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. Thank so well,
0: let, let, let me say this. This is what I love. You know, they they often say when you give birth, all shame goes out the window. And right. this is the most critical time because you're near death, which means your flesh has to die
2: yes, in Lord. order
0: for the Lord to expose what he has for mm-hmm. you and what's coming through you. So when he opens up those windows of heaven and pour out the blessings... Mm-hmm. There is no shame in what he's doing.
2: No Everything
0: shame. is going to be manifest. You labored for so long. You cried for so long. And that labor and delivery stage you is Crying them contractions are coming yes, and they back, to back five minutes apart, and they still saying, Wait today, two to three minutes apart, and then we're gonna <laughs> allow you to put it. Has to be all done in God's timing, His timing. And then while you're pushing, sometimes it be like, Wait, 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 not yet, not yet. We mm-hmm. got to position this thing, we got to position because the baby done turned a certain way, or we might got to get some forceps. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. listen when God does a thing (laughs) it's perfect Yeah. so the way you just came and oh my God repeated everything that was in the conference and you was not there I thank God for him using you I thank God for your humble state I thank God for him hearing you you hearing him Thank yep. you, Lord. And you you don't have a big head. That's what I love, the humility. Because mm-hmm. if y'all was backstage, she was like, look, I'm like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. See, when we when Coco and I come up here, look, we laugh and joke. That's getting rid of the nerve. Right. <laughs> That's all that is because we never want to fail God. We never want to give you our flesh. And y'all know I could come up here real good and do that. Good night, Gayla. How are you? But I thank God for what he's doing in you, for what he's going to do through you, for the souls that's going to be saved because of your lifestyle. Yes. Yes is yes. just by you leading by example and just opening yes. your mouth just just my oh my god and then when you sing
3: that part that part, thing, that part.
0: you so many that's going to be healed that part by I'm, your voice
3: Ooh, listen, i'm i'm waiting for the 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 album to drop and so that everybody can go up in the worship mode I'm waiting for her to come out with an album where she going in before you know going <laughs> in on the album. And then we're gonna get to the song. Bless you. Yes. Yes. I'm just yes. I'm just waiting on it. So mm-hmm. it, it's coming. And I know it's coming. Yeah. Everybody, everybody liked her single. I call it her snippet. Yeah. Yes. And I keep I still be replaying her single, y'all. So at the end of the day, I'm telling y'all, <laughs> y'all better go cop that thing. I'm gonna put it back up there so y'all are gonna get it again. Oh, okay. Lord. To keep it fresh in your brain. Keep so that y'all clean. will keep her. On your mind, so when the single come out, you be when the album come out, you be like, "Oh, she said it was coming." Yes, I sure did. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting on it, but like I said, I'm really waiting for the conference that's in your belly. When it mm-hmm. come out, the folks that's the folks that's gonna be slaying all over the floor. I hope I hope you got the right set of ushers and altar call people. <laughs> listen, it's it's gonna be one of them days, honey. I'm but, telling you, it's in you and the fire is on you too To really bless them both and let let me say this last part when she
0: opened she gave instructions but the one that stood out the most was open your eyes Mm
2: -hmm.
0: because we walking around here with our eyes wide shut like we don't see anything and we're going we're dealing with these convenient distractions Mm -hmm. listen we need a spirit of discernment in this season yes And, and and you said exactly What I said, you have to decide who is going to be in the delivery room with your
2: Mm -hmm.
0: atmosphere has to be set. You can't have anybody, any and everybody in your delivery room Mm -hmm. because it will bring toxins. You have to protect what God has given you. That's right. So I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. Oh my God! I thank God. You fit. look. I got what I needed in this conference. I got what I needed on tonight. We about to move into new beginnings. Yes, Lord. Oh Jesus. And then yeah. in September we going
3: right back into revival.
2: Yeah. And people don't
3: understand that you know we we coming in new beginnings, but September means a new birth. Yes. So. You know the number nine stand for new birth. So at the end of the day, y'all better be ready because I hope y'all ready to birth out what He gave to you. Because let me tell you this: let me tell you this, and I'm not saying it to scare nobody, but the grace that He has given you to complete certain assignments Mm -hmm. will run out. It will because why you didn't do them in the allotted time that He told you to. Amen. So get yourself in order and do what He said. Mm -hmm. okay and i and i i hope you really take heed to that because i'm telling you do not try to take what's meant to happen in this season into 2024 because that season change it does oh that's good telling y'all get it together that's right that's right but to there's some comments in comment section okay so hopkins tyra if i'm saying because it, it that's how it look on the screen. It it's Ty- Tyra. Mm-hmm. There is a replay, and I will put the YouTube link in the um the comment section. You can go back and watch it on the YouTube, sweetheart. Um, if you didn't catch everything. All right. Mm-hmm. So there's always a replay. Oh, and yes. I'll send y'all I'll send y'all the other link to from when rakita was up here before for those of y'all that didn't see her when she was up in choir before too mm-hmm. so i'll send that to y'all so y'all can watch that one as well oh hello.
0: Amen.
3: Uh, amen amen all right so other than that y'all yes. already know how we do we're not going to prolong it because she gave mm-hmm. the video yes she did yes she did <laughs> listen i have been out all day i just mm-hmm. never- off my face in prayer and had to minister yes, it is time to go to bed Bless okay? <laughs> <laughs> it is time to go to bed <laughs> so we love y'all we love y'all the life we love you to live yes. live every day on purpose and make it, it count yes, yes. y'all thursday and thursday night is gonna be q and a because y'all have been bugging me Okay, so q a is happening on Thursday night, and we'll see y'all at eight o'clock. Oh, man,
0: Bye. I ain't gonna be here, y'all. I ain't gonna be here.
3: because no. <laughs> he she be one of the bad people bugging me. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we love y'all. See y'all yeah. Thursday night at eight o'clock. Love Amen. y'all. Good night.